Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You want to support Roller Martin Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. as Roller Martin Unfiltered by going to rollermartinunfiltered.com. You can make this possible. And so Netflix has a new special from Dave Chappelle called Sticks and Stones. There's gotten all kind of folks talking left and right. Uh, in fact, if y'all can find the trailer for me, I certainly appreciate that. Uh, what's uh, was unbelievable about this is that I mean, he skewers everybody. He's talking about LGBT uh, opioid crisis. He's talking about Michael Jackson's accusers, R. Kelly. I mean, but he but was was unbelievable. He comes out uh, and even talks about Anthony Bourdain's suicide. Brother, it is as if. Nothing is off limits for Dave Chappelle. Now, you got people who are saying he's misogynistic, the people who are saying he's homophobic, people who are saying he's crazy, he's out of his mind, that he's dead wrong for this comedy special. Now, all the people here, I've seen it, Greg has seen it, uh, Deshandra and uh, Joseph have not. Uh, but, but I do want to talk about this here because, and then it was, was interesting is that he lays out in there the cancel culture. Yeah, he did. Where he says, y'all are the problem, y'all get on my damn nerves, which is why I don't do a lot of comedy, because y'all don't want to cancel somebody. 
he, it, it is as if he takes on, uh, I don't want to say political correctness, but he takes on this whole notion that uh, comedians have to watch what they say and they can't offend anybody. Right. No, I mean, listen, as a classroom teacher, nearing my 30th year in the classroom, when he opens up with a dark screen mm -hmm. and you hear him, I was dreaming when I wrote this. From the moment he opens up with Prince, almost as if this is the disclaimer for everything that's right. about to come after mm -hmm. And he goes through Anthony Bourdain. He said, this man with this job hung himself in a luxury hotel and then goes immediately into a story about a guy he knew from the hood who went all the way to the Ivy League and ends up at Foot Locker and then says, but you know, at, never, at no moment did this brother ever think about killing himself. It is a master class. And first of all, he takes race out of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, rolling that line where he has, and I'm going to give it away when you see it, where they go in and tell him he can't say the F word in his skit. And then he says, okay. And he says, wait a minute, what about the N word? They say, well, you're not an F. He said, I'm not an N either. Mm. Genius. And this LBGTQ, understand now, I can understand why people in the LBGTQIA community might be offended. And they said, but here's the thing. He talks about the LBGTAI community. He talks about that community in reference to itself. He doesn't say anything in an external critique of them. as He takes every one of those letters and put it in conversation with the other letter. It's a tour de force. So the, the, re the, reason, the reason I, uh, so I was, I was playing golf a few months ago, uh, and one of my, um, one of, I mentioned George Lopez, uh, and I know George very well, played in his golf tournament, and the guy I was playing with, he's like, man, he pissed me off when he had his comedy set, and you know, he told that black joke, well, you know, Latinos don't bring nobody black home, uh, and then he said, uh, uh, and then he got mad at the woman who's an artist and threw her out. And I said, mm. so have you heard any black comedians talk about don't bring no white girl home? A producer in a white boy home. I said, dude. He said, uh, why aren't you mad? I said, cause it's a comedian. See, the thing is, for me, <laughs> I, I have seen all kinds of comedians. I have seen them in person. I've seen them on television. I've seen black, white, Hispanic. I've seen gay, straight. I've seen. I mean, it runs the gamut. T for me, that's what comedy does. Comedy pisses people off. Comedy steps on toes. Comedy, as uh, Dr. Freddie Haynes would say, uh, bow down your alley, sit in your pew. Comedians say things. They dog everybody. They trash everybody. So we have the trailer, so we're going to play the trailer. I'm going to come, come back and get y'all thoughts on where are we with comedy today with people who are so, I believe, touchy. So here's the Netflix trailer for the Dave, Dave Chappelle uh, uh, special. This is Dave. He tells jokes for a living. Hopefully, he makes people laugh. But these days, it's a high-stakes game. Hmm. How did we get here, I wonder? I don't mean that metaphorically. I'm really asking. How did Dave get here? I mean, what the fuck is this? But what do I know? I'm just Morgan Freeman. Anyway... I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you say anything, you risk everything. But if that's the way it's gotta be, okay, fine, fuck it. <laughs> He's back, folks. That's that's the setup, hmm. Joan Chandra, to the special. 
All right, I'm a little too cheap for Netflix, but I'm going to have to get just like a one-month free okay, trial. Why you, okay, why don't you go by somebody's house <laughs> right. who got Netflix, got and y'all can have dinner. That's how you or got just ask someone for their password. Listen, I okay, mean, there you go. <laughs> comedy is satire. I mean, obviously, they're going to go for our sacred cows. That's what gets people, that's what gets a rise. That's, that's what gets their name out there. I get it. I understand it. But I do want to talk about cancel culture. You can say anything you want, but people can have a backlash. That's how this works. That's true. It's true. But, but see, but, but he addresses that. I mean, he addresses it by, by saying, okay, okay, I'm going to go back in your life and look at everything you've done, and I'm going to reach back, and I'm going to cancel you today. And the thing to, the thing to me, I mean, I, I, I think about the look, look at Eddie Murphy. So there's mm -hmm. a story saying Eddie Murphy's negotiating with Netflix to do a, a, a massive comedy special. Mm -hmm. You go back and look at Delirious and Raw, mm -hmm. okay? If you go back and look at, if you, if y'all have not seen on, Eddie Murphy, Delirious and Raw, come on. If you go back and look at today, Joseph, in today's context, it's from not. then, mm -mm. I mean, he was the biggest star in the world yeah, he was. for saying some that you could not get away with today. Oh, no question. Richard Pryor. Right. Mm -hmm. The master of breaking taboos. I mean, he started off in the footsteps of Bill Cosby uh, and then took a dark turn, which made him a star. I mean, he used to be like telling dad jokes, and then he became this dude who said what was on his mind, yeah. including race, including culture, including sexuality. Oh, sexuality! And it just made him a comedy genius. But I, I just, I, I, I guess, again, for me, what I don't understand is I don't go to a comedy show like it's a lecture. <laughs> no, but I don't go to a comedy show like it's a speech. Right. It's not. It is a comedy show. Comedians take those things, to your point, that are sacred, and they say, okay, you can't talk about that. Comedians like, mm, watch me. <laughs> that mean, that's the deal. And, and, and I'm not, and here's the deal. I, I have, I've hosted comedy shows. I have, mm -hmm. I, I, I've, I've been in front of many comedians. You said comedians on every it's, week. On right, it, it's no different, it's no different than when, uh, it, it's no different than when I've emceed events. Mm -hmm. And part of the thing about being an MC is you gotta know how to keep the ball moving. You gotta keep people awake. And I'm ripping on folks, I, straight up. I, I remember I did the executive leadership council dinner one time. I think right. Oh, hold on, that was that was real respectable. It was like <laughs> three thousand of them in there. Y'all, they had a script that was about this thick. My goodness. And they want to go to rehearsal. I'm like. I ain't going to no rehearsal for the MC a banquet, y'all. This ain't this ain't that hard. Mm -hmm. And so it came to the script. I'm like, uh, Sean Gables was the the co uh, co MC. I was like, we ain't reading from that script. Mm -hmm. So what we gonna do? I'll just follow me. I said, that's a guide. So we're in the uh, we're in the um, green room. We walk in and Colin Powell. He's in there. So I walk in. He's like, well, that's an ugly man. I said, your ass might be a four star general, but I will cut your ass. <laughs> Oh, he crack up laughing. Now you know. Now that was in the green room. Now you know when I went on that damn stage, I retold that damn joke. How about that? And then you know, Magic Johnson got an award. I was like, listen here, Magic ain't trying to get to take Washington. We're looking on damn business plan tonight. They'll be trying to give him your stuff. And then Emmett Smith was there. And everybody know I hate the Cowboys with a passion. I hate the Cowboys more. I hate the, hate the Klan. 
Okay? I, I hate the Cowboys. That's a that deep hatred, brother. I hate the Cowboys that much. Does it get any so deeper? Emmett was there. I was like, yeah, Emmett Smith, yeah, Super Bowl champion. I was like, Emmett, do me a favor. Lean the hell back so I can look at your white pack. I can't stand oh. the Cowboys. Oh, I'm rip we ripping on everybody. And then, so, for example, so Sean Gable tried to crack on me. She's like, uh, she's like, look, you need to work out. And I leaned back, looked at her butt, and I'm like, you need to work out, too. Everything was on the table. <laughs> Everything. But the one that I thought, I really thought about, I, I thought I was about to look. I cracked on uh, Kwame Kilpatrick. Mm. Oh. I had two cell phones. Oh. And Sean, like, why you have two cell phones? I said, Kwame should have had two cell phones. Oh. The room just, now he was crazy. The front third of the room cracked up laughing. I was like, oh shit. I was like, uh oh. But then the second third cracked up because the first third told the second thing, like, what'd he say? <laughs> it was a rolling joke. That joke literally rolled from, the, it was 3,000 people from the front of the back of the room. Oh, when you're there, Yo, you crack anything that's available. Anything that's available, you crack on. Bishop Charles Blake at the MLK 50 deal. They told me, Roland, we, we stall, go stall. Okay, Bishop Blake came in. I was like, Bishop, how many cats with you? Jesus only had 12 disciples. Your entourage is 30. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Was like, Chris Tucker was like, damn. Bro. That's barbershop humor. But the point he, he is, say that. Yeah. when you're in that space, <laughs> that's a part of it. I just don't get people who go to comedy shows and go, oh my God, I can't believe you went there. That's what comedians do. But these aren't people who are going to the show. They're watching it after the fact or critiquing it as no, care. No, true. they're sitting in the show. No, no, no there are people who are sitting in shows. You're talking about the Netflix show. You're no, talking about yeah. the Netflix show. I'm not talking about this Netflix. I'm talking about people who yeah, actually go to comedy right. shows yeah, yeah. and get, I can't, I'm, this is not funny. This is not funny. You came. You came. You paid your money to, to come here. You came to that's, a comedy show. That's right. That's what comedians That's do. Right. And you you don't know what a comedian's gonna, gonna come out of their mouth. But, but, but this I, I just don't, I I think I think that people are sensitive as hell. Mm -hmm. I think people today don't know how to laugh, and I fundamentally believe no one is off limits. Yeah. No one. Black people not off limits. No. White people, Latinos, Asians, Dave America, nobody is off. Limits. No. That's the beauty of the comedy stage. No. Well, I think, to Deshaun's point, what you just observed, people are watching this. The consumer base is huge. And to Joe's point, I mean, Pryor could not, you can go on YouTube and see the Richard Pryor roasts. The roast on sexuality between him and Paul Mooney. Oh, my God. Man, you can't, no, no, but, but there was no social media then. Things have changed in that regard. But even the clip that we all saw, the, the trailer, Dave Chappelle, I don't know what's going through his mind, but in terms of inheriting the mantle of a prior, or before that, or, or, of a Lenny Bruce, mm -hmm. or coming forward, unlike Murphy and them, Dave Chappelle seems to have struck upon a rhythm where he says, okay, I am truly going to be this watershed comedian in this age. Because think about it with this, just the trailer we saw. Morgan Freeman, with the cancel culture that came for him. Mm -hmm. To have Morgan go. Freeman doing that voiceover go. and then the voice of God then yeah. say, fuck it, this is all, this ain't this ain't no accidental no, 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 thing, Dave Chappelle. I, he's going for cancel culture. I think that's really what he's going at. And I, and I because what we're seeing now in Deshaundry, we're seeing comedians saying, they're refusing to play on college campuses. Right. Because college students are like, oh my God, you joked about the joke about that. I, I, just, I'm, I just think, to me, what makes comedy so different is I can escape all this other bullshit, <laughs> okay, and go to a show and just laugh. And, and, and they will rip, on, to me, they will rip on people you like and people you don't like. They will rip on, if you saw the late Patrice O'Neill, I mean, eviscerate 
I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's, I just think that when we start treating comedians as if they are lecturers mm. and politicians, mm. we lose. It really, no, I, I would say social commentary is hard for people to listen because they're not just being funny, they're giving you social commentary. That's true. And a lot of people ain't ready and they ain't receptive to hear it. Point blank. But see, I'm not going to call it social commentary. Because I think that's yeah. the problem. I think what has happened is, and this is, see, now, now the reason why I think Bill Maher is different. Mm -hmm. Because, see, Bill Maher wants to play both sides from the middle. Yeah, he does. Bill Maher wants to be taken seriously as a show host. <laughs> yes. Then go, nope, I'm a comedian. No, Bill, no. you got to pick. That's yeah. You got to pick. Because if you're the show host, rules are different. If you're the comedian, rules are different. And that's, and that's the piece. Mm -hmm. Rules are are different based on where you are. People say, well, Roland, how can you criticize that when Michael uh, Richard, when he went up? I said, no, here was a difference. Michael Richard left the stage. Michael Richard attacked a person who was there <laughs> directly. Michael Richard was not operating within the confines of his uh, talent. I've seen comedians within the confines of their talent eviscerate a heckler. That's true. That's different. Richard with well, a whole, he, he used a blunt instrument, basically. Well, he used well, a shotgun. Wait, wait, wait. And, and he called somebody upside He called you in where he, he attacked that guy because and went off on him. Right, versus. It was anger. I mean, he was anger. He was looking to hurt that There dude, you go. And he was looking to make a point. But the, 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 the one thing that I'll say really quickly and then I'll shut up is that. that uh, uh, a couple days ago on YouTube, uh, a friend of mine sent me a Dave Chappelle routine, and it was so funny. It speaks to this point because he said he was at home, 9-11 happened, and then CNN cut to Ja Rule, right? And, and Chappelle says, wait, what? And so he went on this whole riff. It's like, okay, something important happened. Let me call Ja Rule and see what he thinks. Right. <laughs> like, why are we even listening to this ja dude about right. anything? It's, he's a comedian. I mean, even Chappelle, to a degree, you can say he's a comic. You know, whatever he says, why are you taking it seriously? Because this is what nah, I don't know. Right. Tells I'm, I'm, I'm like Deshaun. This guy, his social commentary. I, you, but I'm, you can I'm, choose I'm, to you can choose to take it but, that way. But, but I don't I don't know how he's he seems like he's feeling out this territory. Oh, I know you're what right. he's in, doing. in Bill Maher's case, Bill Maher is not funny. He ain't no good host, quite frankly. Yeah. But in Chappelle's case, yeah, I'm a comedian, dude. You more than a comedian to well, your point, and but, I think you're aware of that. Well, but no, he, he is. But but here's what I think. What to Joseph's point, what he's saying. What he's saying is, I'm going to comment on these things through comedy from the stage. Mm -hmm. Dave is not consistently talking about Trump a Democratic candidate. No, that's true. He didn't even mention Trump. Trump. He's, not, he's not. Good so, point. So, the, so the difference that's is true. when the difference is when mm -hmm. you're a comedian and you step outside of your job as a comedian, mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden you want to become a political commentator. And now you want to become and take it a, a go-to. Right. right. So, for instance, D.L. Hughley is in a different space. Because the reality is, even though D.L. Hughley is a comedian, Interesting. even though he is host of his own radio show, because D.L. does these shows and is talking about social issues, commentary, he's now in a different space. So when D.L. says something, even as a comedian, bruh, you can't. You can't do this. Interesting. See, you can't. See, the, the, the hop in the back and forth is the problem. Dave is saying, I'm a comedian. I'm going to use the stage and the mic to speak to these issues through a comedic prism. But, uh, to me, the rules are different. What would you do with, uh, with our dear elder, now ancestor, Dick Gregory? Uh, I, I still I think different. 
Because see, Dick made the conscious decision. Dick was a Dick, Dick was a comedian. Great comedian. Then Dick made the conscious decision to become an activist. Uh, the moment Dick became an activist, uh -huh. it changed the equation because he was in, so even though Dick still did comedy, but it was also informed. That's the difference. I, I don't, it, was, I, I, it was informed. No, I in get that. informed. What I'm saying is, it, it's rules. It's rules. Yeah. How do I perceive you? Mm -hmm. I perceive you. I perceive Dave Chappelle differently than I do DL. Oh, no question. Differently than Bill Maher, yeah. because I think when you walk when you walk into this space, it's no different than when. Why why has the black pulpit been what it is so powerful? Because when you're speaking within the confines of the pulpit, the problem is when you try to become a politician and a preacher. See, now... You're operating in two different contexts. Mm -hmm. And so, now I'm receiving you in a different way. Who is that? Bill Gray, Adam Clayton Powell. I'm trying to think of people who... Calvin Butts never made the complete commitment to politics. Right. So the point is, when you step outside of your lane, mm -hmm. you now, the rules are now different. Because, see, now, how am I receiving you? Mm -hmm. Are you talk? So, for instance, Reverend Barbara can speak to me through a preacher, through a, mm -hmm. a, a preacher prism. Sure. Once you choose to become a politician, now, okay, how are you talking to me? Are you preacher or are you politician? <laughs> but going back to it's that, But going back to the college students, you know, some comedians don't want to. College students don't see those two sets of rules. They don't see no. the different. It's all one thing to and them. And that's the problem. Yeah. And the problem is they are going to comedy shows, treating them as if they're going to lectures. And they're comedy shows. And that's why I'm with the comedians who said, "Don't book me for no doggone college campuses," because I want to be able to do my craft. And when Chris Rocks talks about how you work through a joke. That's the other thing, which is why they hate being videotaped. Because a dude who's trying to work through a joke, they trying to refine oh, it, no question. or a woman trying to refine yeah. it, they may, they may hit 12, 15 shows People before that joke it. is just right. Yeah. Now we're determining the value of your joke based upon that one, that one time. And, it's, and, that's, and so that's why a lot of comedians right now are frustrated. So really what I think Dave is doing with this, mm. Dave is saying, you know what? I've watched all this sort of crap. Y'all come on. Yeah, and that's clear. What, 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 Dave, what Dave is saying, y'all come on. First of all, Netflix done paid him damn near $100 million. Yeah, he good. Uh, for, right. So he good. He good. But good. what he's saying is, <laughs> Dave is saying, y'all come on. Come hit me with all of this. It ain't no shock. It drops in August. He gets the Mark Twain Prize at the Kennedy Center Ooh. in October, the mm -hmm. highest award for comedy. That's right. It ain't no surprise. And I think what he's now saying is, come at me. Let me see how y'all come at me. So for the rest of y'all who behind me, now y'all can just do y'all thing. Because guess what? I took I the took, arrows. I took all the arrows. Very That's what I think he's doing. That's what I think he's doing. Because you're right. How he, y'all got to watch it. Yeah, you do. Y'all got to watch. Like don't, a like don't, a don't watch like it don't from we? judgment. That's right. Watch it. You can judge it if you want to, but I want you to watch it as a tactician. Yeah. How he opens up with the Prince lyric, and then he has that line, <laughs> Judgment Day line. Yes. Opens up talking about a suicide. Yes. And it goes from there. How he construct. I'm telling you. This was done on purpose, and I think he's speaking to this whole point of how we have taken the comedic stage and we have neutered it and said, no, you can't, you can't criticize anybody because we're just, everything is too sacred. And he's saying, 
Nothing mm -hmm. is sacred. Oh, and beyond that, celebrity. Everybody. All canceled. of it. Everybody. You be canceled. I be canceled. Any of us. There you go. All of it. That's right. All right, folks. Back to our Roll Mark Unfiltered video in just one moment. Bruh. November 7th, 311. I want you all to roll with me to Cabo, folks. We're going to have a great time. Life, life Lux Jazz Experience. Top-notch music. Unbelievable food. Libations. Y'all know I don't drink, but y'all can go ahead and drink. And, of course, golf, spa, wellness, all that good stuff. Uh, at Omnia Day Club, Los Cabos. Nestled on the Sea of Cortez and the Celebrity play Playground of Los Cabos, Mexico. We're going to have a great time. I'm one of their uh, ambassadors. Of course, it's going to be an amazing. All these jazz artists are going to be performing, folks, over the four days, which is crazy. Uh, Mark Curry, he's going to be actually uh, the host of all of this thing. Uh, then, of course, you have my frat, Gerald Albright, Alex Bunyong, Raul Madon, Incognito, Kirk Whalem, Average White Band, Donna McClurkin, Shalea, Roy Ayers, Tom Brown, Funky for Jamaica, Ronnie Laws, and Ernest Quarles. It is an unbelievable schedule, folks, of uh, concerts every single night. You don't want to miss this. Package is starting at $1,300 uh, and going all the way up to more than $2,000, depending upon, of course, the hotel you're staying at. And so we're going to be broadcasting Roller Martin Unfiltered that Thursday and Friday from the location there. And so I want you to come hang out with us. And also, my birthday is like a few days later, so we can actually make it a birthday party and a jazz experience. So for more details, go to lifeluxjazz.com, L-I-F-E-L-U-X-E jazz.com. It's going to be a great time had by all. Trust me, packages are running out. We want you to get there and so we're gonna have a fabulous fabulous time and you know what i might even great i ain't crack out me a kente uh uh kente oh, linen no, no, uh short set i'm just saying oh, short set. i might crack Ooh. out the kente linen short set we'll see we'll see Ooh. what we do now back to your roland martin unfiltered video I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.